Hey everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. So today I am joined with Lola and Anna, and they are also with me in the program. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yes, um, my name is Annalisa Garcia, and I am a freshman going to be a sophomore at Eastern Washington University. My name is, um, it's actually Alondra, but I go by Lola. I don't know, we were being official or not. Alondra. I go to Diablo Valley Community College in the Bay Area, and I'm going into my fourth year at Community College right now. So today we kind of just wanted to talk about timelines and like life expectations because we are all like pre-health students and we've gone through the whole you need to be doing this at this time and like why aren't you like that person type Mm -hmm. mentality and so what was that like for you guys? I think for me it's harder because even just coming into this program I am kind of a little behind on my credits and stuff like that so I haven't even took any of my chem so trying going straight to like OCHEM was like completely like definitely something that was hard on myself and just thinking everybody's better than me you know they all have experience so that's definitely going to be a process I'm trying to get through but I've been um I've had like mentors tell me like it doesn't matter like you're going to get where you want to be if you just what was the question again (laughs) (laughs) um what was how was like following a specific timeline or like realizing that you don't need to be doing that anymore like what was that like for you um so going into community college was definitely step one in terms of like dealing with um my own timeline you know like i said before um i went to a very predominantly white high school and so everybody was going straight into a four year and so I got there was a lot of stigma around like going into a community college like Mm -hmm. oh she must not have like GPA or must not have the funds and I was like well yeah you're right I don't have the funds like you do but let me tell you like I do have the GPA I just like and we said before like it's it's completely a different ball game for first generation students so right now going into my fourth year at community college Whereas my other people that I graduated with would be going into their senior year, it's a uh, it took a lot of understanding in terms of like I have to follow my own timeline. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I have to do things at my own pace, and I'm the only one that can set those rules for myself. Mm-hmm. And it took a lot of mental breakdowns to yeah. get there, yeah. and it took a lot of realizing that I put too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been a journey but I wouldn't be as mentally stable as I am now if I didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. Lola and I were talking before how um, everyone has like their own path, their own journey, and like you have to be, you have to prepare yourself in every stage of life, like for your next stage. So for coming out of high school, not everyone has like um, the mental stability, the financial stability in order to enter like a four-year institution. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of just like, your own business and like you can't compare yourself to other people that's your own business you said it it right there yeah (laughs) you can't compare yourself to everyone around you because everyone is like at a different part of their life yeah and I think it's also important to know that you know how everybody says that somebody has it worse than you Mm -hmm. and I think that's true but it's important to know that you're just as worth it and like your story and your path is just as worth as one sitting next to you it might be worse or less or just anymore but it's important to understand that's your own journey and just the way you take that lead to pursue it is 
I think now that I just, I don't know, I just had an epiphany right now. (laughs) I know, like for myself, I am type A all the way. Mm -hmm. I have everything planned out. I have my future planned out and what I want it to look for myself. I know Mm -hmm. what I want to be doing in five years. I know what I want to be doing in seven years. Mm -hmm. I know what what kind of birthday party I want to have when I'm 30. Like, (laughs) I know. But the thing that caught me up the most, the thing that pulled me back the most was looking, like we said before, like social media is horrible for your mental health like yes there are aspects in terms of like yes stay woke learn how to do this know how to do that build connections and all that but end game it's not like you go on social media and you see people are at different lines some people are having families Mm -hmm. right now and i'm just like sis i had pre-algebra with you what are you doing (laughs) and then other people are already like going to their graduate schools and i'm just like how did you do that Mm -hmm. And like, and like the theme right now is like timeline, mm-hmm. and I've realized that like I love to have my own timeline. Your own plan. When you said it was like yes, it's your own business. It is your own business. Like I can create my own timeline for for myself and like be okay with it mm-hmm. in terms of like my own expectations to follow it. But I don't have to follow somebody else's expectations because their goals yeah. might be different than mine, yeah. and their timeline is gonna be different than mine. I just also think it's inspiring to see. I was just thinking about Sozin right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that girl. She literally is doing, she has her own timeline, but I think it's important to stop comparing yourself. Rather, like seeing that they have their own timeline and just, ad- not. I mean, I guess admiring it, mm-hmm. but also looking at like they have their own path. And it's just great right. to see that even though she is a mom, she is taking the time to come out here and do this, you know? Right. So what do your guys' timelines look like? Because... Okay, little disclaimer, Lola and I already recorded this podcast, <laughs> the audio was terrible, so we're re-recording this, so when you hear us like saying, like, like I said before, it's because we had yeah. this conversation yeah. beforehand, but we definitely are like approaching it a different way, because before we're like, no timeline at all, like, do your own thing, but now it's kind of like, build your... Yeah, that's what I was saying, like, I just had the epiphany, like, that's why I love having Anna around me at all times, mm-hmm. like, I wish she'd be like, a little purse in my pocket, like, <laughs> like, she just... You brought in a new element into yeah. this, like you really so you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like build your own yeah journey. No, and I think that also has to do with um, my acceptance. I think acceptance and realizing because my mom, she's bounced around, had her own thing since she was <laughs> since she was younger. She's always told me, you know, it's okay. I want to be a barber, but hey, I want to like tattoo some heads. I want to do this <laughs> and that. So my mom's gave me the ability to see life at different spectrums. So like she, me and her, I always say like, I, if they put a picture on me today I would have said Lola because oh. I would have said <laughs> I mean, she is like we're completely different completely different. completely different but she fills those like voids and in she me fills <laughs> those voids in me so I think it's important to have those people that you know you like when I was we were in class today there was somebody that was more outspoken and telling us the reality of it and I was like that's Lola right there like you mm. need those people and there's gonna I, be yeah. people like that right. and so you need to and so, but I just think it's important to know that, you know, just learn off your own experience and understand that it's going to be okay. That's mm-hmm. key also, learning from your, your own experience. experiences, because yeah. that adds to your timeline as well. Yeah. Like, if you have a different experience, like, say some shit happened and it set you back a year. Yeah. You're back a year now. Yeah. How does your timeline look now compared yeah. to what it would have looked like if you didn't have that setback? No, yeah. for sure. And I think it's like hard at our age because we're like I need to graduate in four years so that I can go straight to my post-grad program but like 
a year versus like the 80 years that you'll have of life and like the the 50 years that you'll have serving your community and like doing whatever it is that you want to do as a professional like a year of repeating that like for example for me I have to repeat chemistry this semester. So same. same <laughs> See, I'm just getting there. <laughs> it's hard because I had my four years planned out and mm-hmm. I wanted yeah. to do this and I wanted to do this by this. And like now, like I'm going to be seeing my peers going ahead into organic next semester where I'm just going to be oh, like that's, a semester That's the them. thing that gets me all the flipping time. It's like, <laughs> it's true. Like, I don't know. Like I, in my head, I'm so caught up on the whole fact that like, I graduated in 2016. Mm-hmm. I should be going into my senior year mm-hmm. of college right now, ready to graduate and apply. I should be applying to medical schools right now. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm applying to transfer in the fall. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I sit back and I sometimes think I'm just like, did I make the right choice? Should I should I have like gone straight into a four-year? Even though I was going in like with a blindfold on because I didn't know how the application process worked. I didn't know what FAFSA was. I didn't know, like, mm-hmm. I had to move. I didn't know I had to do anything. Like, no, I was just like, sure. don't, I was, I was so confused. Like, being I first think, generation is a completely different ballgame in mm-hmm. terms of College. going to university. Yeah. I think, and just seeing that you're just doing it is the just, craziest thing. Like, mm-hmm. once you're, like, past milestones, you're like, wow. Like, for me, going into this, I had no, like, prior knowledge of, obviously, the chemistry, general chem. And then I see everybody over here just collaborating. I'm like, okay, wait, but, like, I don't understand, you know? So, although you feel that away about yourself, I hope you know that I, like, look up to you. I'll be like, oh, my God, look at her. Like, <laughs> she's God. over here just helping us out. Yeah. Or you, and, like, you just smile every day. So, I hope you guys do know that you have that, like, inspiration in other people, even though you feel like you're setting yourself back. <laughs> Yeah. Like I said before, I really had to go through like a struggle of mental stability yeah. for me to get there. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I um I'm like I said, type A, that's me all the way. Mm-hmm. But I grew up with the notion that I put a lot of my self worth into my grades. Mm-hmm. That's why I've always been such like a book nerd. Mm-hmm. Um and so for the first time I was not getting a good grade because second level of Gen Chem kicked my ass Mm -hmm. I was not passing the class and I was literally like oh my god who am I without school who am I without the good grades who like I can't like what am I doing right now Mm -hmm. literally lost my shit like so bad Mm -hmm. I literally would come home with a bad test grade cry in front of my mom and she'd be like it got so bad to the point where she's like I don't know how to help you anymore yeah wow she was like I don't like I'm your mom and I can only tell you so much Mm -hmm but I'm worried about you and Mm -hmm. I don't know how to help you anymore. Mm -hmm. And so therapy, therapy, therapy is Mm -hmm. so key. Like I'm not ashamed to say that I go to therapy Mm -hmm. because sometimes I need it. And sometimes my mom doesn't know how to give me that perspective that I need. It was like, um, what was I saying yesterday? Those emotional ties. You can't, Sometimes you need to hear, oh, yeah. hear from somebody that, that doesn't, doesn't know have, you. doesn't know you. Right. So they can just like go from the ground up and know. And earlier we were saying like in order for you to like give back to your friends, your family, be that person that everyone knows and loves and even like give back to yourself. Like you have to be at a mental state of mind mm-hmm. in order to just like do your thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Without health, you can't do anything else. Yeah. For sure. You can't, you can't go for the good grades. You can't run track. You can't like go out with your boyfriend you can't like do express anything. your creativity if you have like that yeah. talent which i don't <laughs> and, I, and i really like that we talked about like the boundaries to have yesterday and wellness we were talking about boundaries to know when to say you know what i need this like let me subtract myself because i need time for myself mm-hmm. and those i think that's important and what we learned in this 
like program is to really take time for yourself and know that it's focus very, on like, yourself and focus on yourself and not just say that you're gonna focus on yourself but actually do it. <laughs> and you're actually doing it. Because I just told it like when it was like we just recorded it previously. Um, I told um, Lisa I was like, what did I say? I was what did I say? You have to focus on yourself. Shit, it'll come back to me. Give me a sec. <laughs> In order, to, were you talking about like being a healthcare provider? Facts. Thank you. See, you know. Um, <laughs> I was saying that like I wanted. That's another reason why I want to go into healthcare is because I want to give somebody else the opportunity to strive for their goals yep. mm-hmm. no matter where in the world mm-hmm. they are no matter what kind of disease mm-hmm. what kind of socioeconomic background they have who am i to say that yeah. you can't strive for your goals because you don't have the money to pay off yeah. your medical bills or mm-hmm. get the pills that you need or get the the like mm-hmm. stability that you need yeah Equity. that includes equity yeah um that includes mental health um because i'm a huge believer that mental health manifests itself yeah. into physical health mm-hmm. say it again like literally oh mental health manifests itself into physical health lola 2019 (laughs) 2019 (laughs) yeah and just i really like the whole well i said passionate in our video about like just talking about the program i really mean that because i feel like when i've talked to um what is like the panels and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and actually got to know these speakers it's just i come back and i'm like you know what like girls i need to tell you how i'm going (laughs) off about things i don't ever see anna as happy as when she we're coming back from like in a very inspiring panel you see her smile right now she's (laughs) like she's glowing she's bouncing in her chair guys like she is just so happy it's because i like to see that they're even giving us their time to talk about their own journey and then how they're like they don't even understand that i could be that one person out of the whole room if even if they're not paying attention i'm paying attention Mm -hmm. and i feel like i want to be that provide like I want to be that person to other people to even single out one person mm-hmm. and give like just a little background them. on Anna. Right now, she has the ter- determination to become a dental hygienist, but, but this program has given her a new perspective yeah. into what she wants to do in her life. She yeah. wants to be more of a motivating, I guess. They're going to be here talking about be a writer, be a. <laughs> <laughs> something we're discussing in our public yeah. health pathways is like there's so many different aspects of mm. public health right. that somebody could go to, and I think. Yes, you can do dental dentistry. Yeah, Yeah, like you can go out and serve communities, and then write about it and talk to other people. Like this is what I saw, and like interview people that you served, stuff like that. Like yeah, and today was like so inspired. I came back with the same smile, and I felt that like that wrapped up exactly what I would have ever wanted. You know, I was like questioning dental. I was like, you know what? I don't know. Like this is what I really want to do. And then we met um, the dentist that Lena shadowed and he was so humbling i swear to you i was like he's literally the middle version of me no version of me because we were talking about one of the panels came with like tattoos all on his arms long hair glasses like he had whole just he was cool he was cool you know what i mean and he um they're talking about tattoos and they're just asking if it was accepted and stuff and they're talking about difficulties and then you hear this dentist he's on the side he's like yeah tattoos but it means like the symbols of tattoos and mm-hmm. how it's your color your complexion and how that plays into it i was like oh my god that's me i was like you're me <laughs> you know what i mean just being yeah. that extra voice that people might hear in their head but they don't right. want to say do you want to talk a little bit about like your where you came from and where you want to go stuff like that yeah definitely i think um i'm actually
actually minoring in sociology. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't even know what that was. I was like, sociology who? <laughs> what is this? Because, you know, you're coming into co- college. I'm, like, the first girl to, like, in my family to actually go to a university. Mm. And it's, like, crazy because I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I get put into sociology, and I go in. I swear to you, he is, like, the best person ever. Like, my professor, he talks about this stuff that we're talking about mm-hmm. in community. I remember t- going to his office hours. I was like, you're so inspired. I want to go, like, see the world. He's, like, straight up told me, okay, but your own community. Where he was like, who are you? Mm-hmm. What makes you you? What's because uh, he asked me what I am. I was like, yeah, I'm Mexican American. I'm um, Native American. And he was like, okay, so what makes you Mexican? What Ugh. makes you American? Sis, that's yeah. the struggle of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Finding your identity yeah. as a first generation immigrant is a big part of your timeline. For it's sure. so yeah. difficult. You know, sometimes like like I said, I'm getting ready to apply to transfer in the fall, so I'm writing a lot of personal statements and. It's asking me, it's like, what's the biggest struggle in your life? And I was like, I was like, sat there and I started thinking, I was like, I think the biggest struggle in my life right now is like finding my identity. I'm like so confused as to who I am, what my game is. Like, am I too white to be Peruvian? Am I too Peruvian to be white? Right. I'm just like, what am I? Because people will like ask me, okay, where are you from? Like, okay, technically I was born in Kenya, but I was never raised there. Um, there goes your entire paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then and people take that from you, even though, like, that's a part of who you are. Right. And they kind of strip you from it, especially if you're not, you weren't raised the same and didn't grow up in the same values or something right. like that. You know what I mean? But you're like, I know I am. You know, like, <laughs> I do these things, but sometimes you don't grow up the same. And we were talking as a group, a lot of them are... Um, first gen mm-hmm. and I have family that's actually kind of like the opposite it's mm-hmm. my mom my mom's side it's um, generations going back to Texas so it's not like mm-hmm. my dad's side is from Mexico but my mom's it's like Texan like it's just I, I don't have that tie completely to a different country mm-hmm. so it's completely different that's another thing I struggle with too is like America's filled with first generation immigrants yeah. mm-hmm. filled yeah and sometimes I start to think especially California like I, s- I sit there and I think I'm like, okay, I'm not the first like yeah. first generation yeah. immigrant. Yeah. What makes me so special? And if yes. that's what I'm trying to write for my story, See. if that's the thing that made me me being a first generation immigrant. Right. Yeah. But what can I add to it to stand out because exactly. I'm not the first? Exactly. And that's what. Okay. So a big milestone that I really hope to like get me over this like talking and stuff. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I like get off track and I just don't know what to say. <laughs> um, but. I'm going to actually go talk to the high school that my mom went to because she was um, pregnant at 16 when she picked 16 and 17 when she had me. And she actually went back to the high school that she went to and talked with the kids and like actually informed them about it being okay that, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to go through a journey. And actually we're talking about timeline. And I didn't think about it till I got it. I was in college and like got to think about it my, on my, by myself. Mm-hmm. And I that's one thing that I'm actually gonna do after this program is like go talk to those kids that she talked to, and get to like inform them and get them a different perspective from like the child's point of view mm-hmm. because like they they know like the story of the girl getting pregnant at 16. It's like that, but mm-hmm. they don't know the outcome of it. Oh, so sure. I'm gonna go back and do that, and so that's just something that I think is important on my timeline. Yeah, that's and before I never, I always. Uh, what did we talk about? Where we listed three things that we didn't like about ourselves. So we um, listed like five of our strengths, and everyone yeah, shot up their hands. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll tell you my strengths. Yeah, and then um, it was she, things we just did disliked about ourselves. So, yeah, right? I think so, I said um, doubting myself. 
Mm. I doubt myself all the time. Like you said, you don't feel like you're the first one. I could wear my mom's phone. It's not that uncommon to have somebody that's pregnant. Mm, so yeah. it's it's common. You know, if I were to bring that up to them, they'd be like, okay, like it's just another so story. you're the first one to not get pregnant in yeah, your family as a teenager. Yeah, it's not it's not something that's uncommon. But when I go to a different community, I do feel kind of better about myself. But then I'm like, that's not what. It's gonna change anything. Right. My, like that's not gonna change anything. It's what I do. It's how in the it process. impacted you, and then how you yeah. impact others. Yeah, and talking about your own story and something that's different than that, just that stereotype. You know? No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, fourth year going into community college, I was ashamed of it. Now I'm not. I'm just. Okay. I, I don't know. It took a lot of um, ups and downs to realize I am who I am. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. It's my story. Nobody can take it away from me. Yes. <laughs> but um, there is still that daily struggle of like, okay, what makes me special? Yeah. Especially yeah. coming to this program, seeing everybody, how yes. beautiful everybody else is. That's me. I'm like, out. everyone is so talented yeah. and individual. So talented. And I'm like, I'm just yeah. like, okay, what am I? Who am I? Am I even human? Like, huh. But I feel like that just goes to say wherever you are, wherever you, like in your community, don't just do things like, as a pre-health student, you're supposed to do research, you're supposed to job shadow, all this stuff. But like, do stuff within your community that like adds to how you want to identify as like I feel like with me um I'm a pre-health student so maybe I'd go back and like job shadow but honestly I'm really interested in like working in my local food bank or working with Mm -hmm. like a business that is actually like really personal with people in a Mm -hmm. non-health way yeah and like I don't know I feel like it's just really important to build yourself in a way that's like individual no for sure like how we did in um public health or population health how she brought eddie i don't know if you remember that he was doing the eddie howard yes and i love that i thought like that's like one of the dude that's another oh, example of a that. flipping timeline that you should follow yeah. your own journey homeboy went through a decade yeah. of being incarcerated <laughs> and now he's here talking to us about you know yeah. what he's doing now he talked about his own timeline and i love that she brought it in because it was something different than hearing the whole dental and like that because, because they gave I you a different that. perspective i love that, I love that. Every, That's other something. Pa- every other panel we've heard is like i went to undergrad then yeah. i went straight to mm-hmm. my postgrad program but he was like yeah life, life happens in between yeah. you know and you have to adjust and you have to be okay with adjusting yeah exactly and adapting and that's why things. i like broke down last semester because i was like who am i when i'm yeah. not in school what is exactly. life around me when i'm not an academic heavy related person right. like yeah so a question that i pose to you guys is how have you where are you at now maybe you're still struggling with it but like how have you guys managed to realize that you know it is your own journey it is your own timeline and stop comparing yourself to others if you have maybe i think for me is having people that instill that and he like in this program for you or anybody else has told that told me multiple times that it's okay mm-hmm. you know like i went t- i guess just telling me their own story impacts me the bit the bit like the hugest way for sure saying that you're not alone yeah saying that you're not alone and i and i get that because sometimes people hate hearing you know you're not the first person to go through so you're not alone because that's that's the thing that gets me that's the thing that gets me you're not the first person i was like yeah i'm not the first person that what makes me special yeah exactly so it makes you question it but at the same time i think it's so important when you hear somebody else's story and then just like applying it to your life Mm -hmm. and even though you might not have the same situation like i I wouldn't know what that guy was going through the same as being incarcerated Mm -hmm. but i applied his um 
just his advice and stuff like that to my own problems and it helped me grow Mm -hmm. even just in this short amount of six weeks i'll go back home or like tell my mom i'll go over here going off on her and she's just like so proud you know and it makes and i for me reassurance for my mom and hearing her like be happy with seeing me grow and stuff like that like people facts. telling me people telling me Big that i've grown facts. is like no oh, yes. it's so like reassuring they're proud yeah. of me you're like me? yeah me little me i know <laughs> yeah no, for sure like my mom i was talking to her earlier this summer i was telling lola that um I honestly wasn't sure whether I wanted to go yeah. back to the University of Iowa, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to pursue pre-med, and I, like, that kind of first just generation, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah, that first generation expectation is like, oh, I know my parents want me to be a doctor, they want me to, like, yeah. get straight A's, go to a four-year institution, but when I told my mom that, like, I was kind of scared to tell her, and she was like, well, if you're not happy there, don't go back, yeah. it's as simple as that, yeah. and I really didn't expect that answer, but kind of just, like, I guess being real with you and the people around you mm-hmm. because like they it's honestly hard they to be just real though it's hard because yeah. you don't like for me the biggest thing was like it was hard to be real with my mom in terms of like because I went through that doubting phase I was like I don't know if I can be a doctor I don't mm-hmm. know if I can handle this kind of stress yeah mm-hmm. and my mom was like um just I do just it only, mm-hmm. no my mom was like well if you don't want to do it don't do it then okay. I was like I was like, wait, what did you just say? Because <laughs> like since I can't even remember, I know I wanted to be a doctor before yeah. I could even like communicate in English I know I wanted to be a doctor before I even like could remember what the word like the word for doctor for kids is pediatrician I knew I wanted to be a doctor for kids yeah but the thing is like it's it's like we all know it's a lot of school (laughs) and I was like I don't know if my sanity can handle it but you just have to be real like I was real with my mom one day like I came home crying and I was like oh I don't know what I'm gonna do she's like well, I just want you to remember, Mika. I just want you to be happy with whatever you mm-hmm. do. And here I am living my entire life yeah. thinking that she was just like, you know, first-generation pressure is a, is a lot. Mm-hmm. I can totally agree like, with that. It's like your parents immigrated here mm-hmm. by themselves, or at least my mom, like, immigrated here with two kids with only the things that she had in her luggage and was, like, trying. she hustled to give us the opportunities that she did. And so I was like, okay, given this opportunity that not everybody else in the world has, mm-hmm. especially my own family members who still live back in Peru, what am I going to do with this opportunity? So I was like, okay, go big or go home, become a doctor. So mm-hmm. that's always been my goal. And then, like, hearing her say that, hearing her say, like, oh, I don't care if you wanted to become a photographer. Like, you could have done that as long as you were happy. Like, I'm happy. And I was like, that's- I was like, oh my god! I think that's so awesome that we we all got that experience because my mom actually said the same, and I've always had that standard of my mom wanting me to do, and I know she wants the best for me, but I always thought it was, you know, you should. She always told me, then why don't you just be a dentist? Why don't you just be this? Why don't you just do more? You can always do more. And I'm the type of person who's like, but I want to do this, you Mm -hmm. know, like. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Just kind of like maybe trying you might to be, do everything in yeah. your own time. Like, but it was my own timeline. And then, but to hear her like reassurance and tell me right before I went to college, she's like, Anna, "If you don't want to do this, and if like it's so stressful and you just can't like manage it, and if it's just not for you, then that's okay." Hearing reassurance so, from the people that we love, and especially just... if it's it's somebody that you think has high expectations for you is probably the like best feeling ever because then that can help you in your timeline Mm -hmm. in exactly how you get there rather than holding yourself back you know I had to go through that whole struggle of like doubting if I even wanted to become a doctor and hearing the reassurance from my mom and telling me that like oh I only want you to be happy to actually know that now I really do want to become a doctor like I don't have that pressure on myself as to like be the perfect person 
be the perfect student, be the perfect friend, be the perfect Mika, like be the perfect yeah. everything. She's like, okay, take your time with it. If you think you want to spend like your eternity yeah. at like community college until you go into medical school, then do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm just taking things at my time. I'm working on the side, I'm volunteering on the side, but I'm doing it at my own time. Mm-hmm. And I think you, without even knowing, you instill that in others. Because I'll be like here doing like working super late, doing work, and she'll be like, okay, you need to go to bed. Or I'm going to bed. You should go to bed. I'm like, no, but after she's like, okay. <laughs> so it's like yeah. <laughs> up to you. And I like that she gives me, because then she's, I'm like, okay, you know what? I do need to step back and realize that I need time for myself. Yeah. And to recenter exactly. Because if I'm doing something, I know I'm going to be at it. Mm-hmm. If I'm working past the hours that I should. I give Anna more logic and she gives me more emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the perfect balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. really are. And yeah, I think like awesome. also like, your friends are yes. really important to surround yourself with. Like, yes. shout out to my K day twos, but we're eight, like a group eight, of four girls who are in very different places in our lives. Like, yeah. two of us are in school, one of us is working, one of us is having a baby next yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we all come together and we're like, y'all, where are you at, like, mentally? Where are you at spiritually? Mm-hmm. Like, let's take a step away from life and let's mm-hmm. evaluate each other, let's challenge That's each awesome. other. And you need those people in your life who are gonna mm-hmm. check in on you and make sure that you are doing what you want to do at your own time because you want to do it. Yeah, for sure. And I was telling them because some of them have, like, their own groups of friends. And for me, I've always been the one to, like, reach out to different people. So I'm, like, hanging out with this person, different people. I've never tried to just combine them Mm -hmm. because different people bring out, like, different Different parts of you. Yeah. That's why you have different groups. Yeah, and I think it's so important because sometimes you need those friends that you just want to lay back and watch a movie. And sometimes you need those friends that, hey, they're going to get you out doing fun things, you know? So I think with um, surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. those type of people and just supporting them is important because what's going to hurt you from supporting somebody? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? What is literally going to hurt you from that? You are where you are. Mm -hmm. Oh, should I read the quote? Yes. Pull out the quote. So I actually saw this quote this morning and I was like, oh, cool. Let me put on my story. And then Lola and I were talking. We're like, we should talk about a timeline. I was like, funny you say that. (laughs) It was meant to be, honestly. It's all meant to be. So the quote says, you're not behind in life. There's no timetable that we all must follow. It's made up. Seven billion people can't do everything in the same order. What's early? What's late? Compared to who? Don't beat yourself up for where you are. It's your schedule and everything is right on time. Mm -hmm. And she said what she said. And she said what she said. That's so good. That's facts. Right? And I think it's important because even right now, when we were talking in groups, I'm speaking on others as well as myself, Mm -hmm. you're like, I thought this program was going to recenter me and I thought it was going to set me on this path. And you know what? It might just take you, throw you off because now you have different interests that you never thought you would have had like for me now I know and I see I have a passion and it like excites me to know that I have that and I wouldn't have ever thought that I would be here at that for me now I'm striving for an MD and an MPH MD and PH she said it (laughs) and like that's gonna take you heard it here first folks (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna take longer but like that's my goal that's my timeline for myself yeah Mm -hmm. and setting goals is important setting goals is so important check in with yourself on those goals mm-hmm. like don't set them and then put them somewhere where you yep. forget about it whether it's <laughs> academic mean. personal relationship wise mm-hmm. family wise wherever wherever it might fall into check in with your goals 
and make sure you're at least like chipping away at them slowly and it doesn't have to be surely. like completely you don't have to just jump into it you no, know you right. take steps day yeah. by day slowly mm-hmm. but surely for sure. I think the one thing I've struggled with is trying to help people on the timeline. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I've always been the one to want to help people out and like get them to see their potential. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest for me when I know that like my path isn't the same as theirs, you know? So I think that's one thing I've struggled with big time. But it's really important too. Yeah. You need those people and you need to be that person for yeah. the people too. Yeah. It's all a learning game. <laughs> it really is. But I think just like to wrap it up, we just as long as we support each other and genu- and have people that genuinely care for you and listen to you, it's just like the most important thing. Wherever they're at. Wherever they're at. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you everyone for listening and tune in for next time. Bye.